Welcome to the Mouse Moms podcast, a Disney planning podcast where we enjoy quick conversations and cocktails with a Disney twist. We're your hosts, Jennifer. Hi. Lori. Hi. And Juliana, that's me. We've done several podcasts in the past about Disney with toddlers, Disney with young kids, Disney with large families. Now it's time for us to give you our vast wealth of knowledge on a much more difficult population to deal with, the teen. It's time for us to give you our information to make your Disney vacation magical for teens. It is possible. We think so. But first, the Mouska cocktail. Okay. Oh, so we're doing a mocktail. That makes sense. All right. Well, okay. <laughs> All right. So we are doing our Mouska cocktail at Oga's Cantina. Um, it is a must for the older kids. It's a super fun bar slash lounge. Um, the Jamba Juice, which is orange with pineapple, kiwi, cantaloupe, and blueberry popping pearls. My kids have actually had this. They really like it. It's a fun drink. Um, it looks like a drink drink too, which would definitely help, I guess, with the teens. So they look cooler. I mean, Disney is one of those places where you can bring your kids to a bar. Yes. <laughs> and so this is a great one to go to because they have an actual full menu for mocktails so right. you can get something great for yourself the kids can be happy they're all they all have like either the popping pearls or like the 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 the, the dry ice that dry what it's called ice. dry ice yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah it's so just it's a whole fun. vibe in there and so they have yes. to have something no, super you said fun. it's a whole vibe it is a whole vibe. Are we going to talk like teenagers throughout this? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Maybe Totes. so. It, it, you know, but my teenagers would have been like, mom, that's so cringe. No, cringe yeah. is oh, old. Oh, there we go. Cringe is old. I'm cringe old. is old. Yeah. And I think it's a whole vibe is yeah. old. I think so you know too. know what it is now? It hits different. It hits different. I think I might be old now too. Mom, one of my teenagers is home. We can pull her in and ask her. <laughs> I she mean, tell you how uncool I am. Oh yeah, for sure. But however, luckily, she's always begging to be on the podcast. So how uncool am isn't I? Isn't that really? funny? And half of our listeners come from my older teenage children. So there's that. <laughs> she did. I'm, I'm totally digressing. But the other day, she's like, "Mom, I should, I should post you on my Insta." And I was like, "Yeah." Yeah, <laughs> just kidding. Tickety talk. Hi, tickety talk. talk. Oh, but I want their bad. parents to see it anyway. <laughs> the tickety talk was bad. That was bad. All right. I do, I do love Ogas though, and it's my kids love to go here. We have a great time there. I mean, so the thing with this age group, this population, and not just that they're difficult <laughs> in general, <laughs> but they're kind of at that spot where. Um, they like that independence. They have opinions. They have a lot of opinions. And, you know, there's that fine line to find between giving them some independence and also making sure that they still know it's a family trip and you want some together time. That's where I struggle with my teens. 
So we're going to talk a lot about that today because the independence factor is, is huge. And I think if you are going to let your kids have some free time without you, Disney is the place to do it um, because things are, so it's easy to get around. Um, they're, you know, they're, they're not going to be served alcohol, <laughs> no matter how hard they try and cry. And I, it's just, it's good for them. So yeah. there are, and, and we're not suggesting what ages you should allow your kids to no. do this. People have very different, different opinions about the safety and all that. Um, all I'm going to say about it is that I started going alone around Disney world when I was 12. <laughs> I and mean, I granted think... it was a long time ago, but also there was less technology. So I don't know. I, well, I think exactly that. I think everybody has a different opinion, but I also think for the three of us, it's probably going to be much different too, because our kids have grown up literally in Disney. So I don't feel nervous at all letting my kids take transportation there by themselves, go meet us in Disney Springs, or like we'll go to Disney Springs, I'll give them a meeting point and they'll go do their own thing for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, so there are a lot of factors, but I think we're going to, we're going to talk about what we do and, and, and you make your own. Yeah, there was <laughs> just one more point about this, just to say like, so I reluctantly like scan, you know, the com the, the groups and things for what people are saying. And there was recently someone who threatened to, um, did you see this? There was someone who said they would call the police if they saw a 10 and 12 year old alone on the sky, on the monorail by themselves. Because someone posted that they had let their kids do some exploring on their own and how great they felt about it. And the kids loved it. Like all the things you were saying about independence, people thought 10 was too young and that they would call security. And I was like, what would security say to you? <laughs> it, yeah. Are they causing a disturbance? Are they like, that's I'm, one thing. If my kids are being jerks, then call security. Right. That's <laughs> but if my kids concern. are just, yeah. And, and you just, you don't know the 10 year old. I have a 15 year old who went to a fraternity party and they all thought he was 21. So you oh just boy. never know the child. <laughs> I mean, and, or the parent, it's everyone. the parent comfort level. Let's just leave it at that. It's well, your exactly. things, things are different now too. I feel like the ones that are calling security are the ones that came from a generation where there were no cell phones. There were no air tags nowadays. Like, even if I'm going to let my kid walk off and go to Disney world, they have a phone on them. I can Absolutely. track them. That's true. Like, but I almost, I know where like they are. It's today's parents, though, that are the ones that are even more nervous because we're so used to having tabs on our kids. Like my parents, they didn't know where I was most of the time. And that was fine. Yeah, so, what you don't know, you don't know. <laughs> again, it just goes to the point again, different parents, different, who knows? There's no, whatever. We, we yeah. totally sidetracked again. I'm sorry. We totally my did. Fault. Always, but it's, it's fine. Not really, you're still talking about teenagers. You're We're still talking about, oh, yeah. Guys. Yeah, you're there. <laughs> I'll tell you when you go off. <laughs> oh, dear God. Um, so, so a couple of things to keep, to keep uh, track of. So, you know, think about their independence. Think about giving them some free time if that's your comfort level. But when we plan a Disney vacation, um, there are a couple of things that we take into consideration right from the beginning. So number one is the time of year we're going. Um, that one is a little bit different with teens as well. I don't like to take my teens out of school because I think it's harder for them to make up work. So if that's the case and you're kind of stuck with those school vacations 
at least think about school vacations that are going to be less crowded. So for us, um, we have the entire week of President's Week off. Not everybody gets that, so we tend to like that week. I know Lori has fall break all the time, and yeah. I don't have that. So crowds, you know, they're going to be crowded because there are schools that are out, but it's going to be less crowded than, let's say, Christmas. Uh, we like um, to go early June because if our kids, because a lot of times, you know, kids in the South get out earlier. I'm still than, in school. Right. Yeah. So it's again, it's like a half crowd time. So yes. So consider that. And then the next thing that we do when we plan any Disney vacation is we think about where we're going to stay. So let's talk a little bit about the perfect resort to go to or to stay at with your kid. Um, Juliana just mentioned the monorail resorts. That's great because you can send your kids on the monorail and they're not going to get lost because it just goes in a loop. <laughs> um, you know how we feel about the boardwalk area resorts. And I think that that's the same when we're talking about this age group with kids. I love the boardwalk area resorts for that age group because let's face it, the most popular theme park is going to be Hollywood Studios for them. It has the most theme uh, thrill rides, all the things. So in your boardwalk area resorts, you're within walking distance to Hollywood Studios. You're within walking distance to Epcot. There is a huge nightlife uh, a whole vibe <laughs> oh, on the boardwalk. Yeah. It's an aesthetic. <laughs> it's an aesthetic. Um, but the other good thing is all those boardwalk area resorts, the Disney owned ones, those are all deluxe. With the deluxe resorts, you get to take advantage of those extended evening hours. And most teens that I know are night owls and they like to sleep in. So it's not as important for you to get in at rope drop or before the park opens to regular guests, but being able to take advantage of those late hours is going to be, I'm trying to think of a cool word, like a teen word, clutch. No, that's way old. <laughs> I know. I was like, I, the, everything I could think of was old. <laughs> I was almost going to say, what was it they used to say on, on, um, what was that show with the fashion? Clueless? Tim Gunn. Oh, oh. Runway. there was one contestant who used to say on fleek. Isn't is that? Oh, yes. I, remember, I do remember fleek. I think that's so right. like are we 2013. Ready? Hang on. We are going to sidetrack again. 2023 teen slang. Here we go. <laughs> we got to throw this into the article. A mood. A oh, it's a whole mood. situation. And that's on indicating that you've just shared the truth. What? That's yep. on? You yep. say that's okay. on? So you need to stay at a deluxe resort so the teens can take advantage of extended evening hours. That's on. That's on, Jen. That's on. <laughs> bussin'. 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 Oh, I hate bussin'. 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 In here? I need her for a second. Bussin' means awesome. Yeah, bussin'. it does, but it's stupid. Do they um, still use it? Cringe. They still cringe. use cringe? Really? Okay. I know that one. Let's dope. ask the teenager. Really dope. Really they do not. Dope. Dope. That is All not. Right. What Enter are you getting team. your information from? Teresa, do the teenagers bar? still say dope? No. Do they say cringe? Yeah. But, they, but they, oh. they don't say like cringe. Come closer so the mic picks you up. Oh, hits different. Another word for it cringe. It hits different. I like that it one. Do they still say it that? It's different. And um, it's a It's vibe. a whole vibe. No, they don't say that. They don't but say that. I, I ate that or I cooked that. 
Yes, I, I saw that. I ate that. I was confused by that one. What's I ate that? Uh, it means you successfully well. did something. Like I killed it. Like we used to say I killed oh, it. I, I killed saw it. Your, I saw your prom pics on Insta and you totally ate that look. Yeah. I think that sounds terrible. When we used to say he ate it, it meant they fell, right? Like they fell and ate dirt. Yeah. What else? Um, Do they they still say... On fleek? No. No. They they never said that. She wasn't even born when they said that. How old am I? Um, I'm trying to think of what the the guys say at my school because it's so... Bussin? Bussin? People don't say bussin anymore, she says. Thank God. That was awful. Cap. Cap. Oh, yeah, cap. I heard that. Cut the cap. Can you please use it in a sentence? (laughs) What does that mean, cut the cap? It means, like, stop lying. Yes, capping. Capping means lying. It's on the list, see? Oh, my gosh. Why does capping mean lying? I don't know. Can we go back and dive? I understand that. (laughs) (laughs) You are so old. You know, she says she doesn't. She doesn't even understand what the guys at her school are saying anymore. All right, thank you, teenage representative. You are dismissed. <laughs> All right, so stay at the boardwalk because that's cap. No, I no, it's, what was it? You it's, ate you that. Bussin console. It's bussin. No, bussin, bussin. is out. Bussin we means ate awesome, that. We're eating this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm not even. I can't even apologize for this. I like the boardwalk for older teens, especially. I like monorail for maybe some younger teens because it's totally contained. And I love the point that you made about the deluxe because you can take advantage of those late evening hours at some of the hotels or at some of the resorts. Um, I also, and I know you guys are going to disagree with me, but I also like, um, Grandestino with teens. No, I know there's just just a lot there. It's just far from everything. So they're not going to explore on their own. They're not, but I mean, like in terms of hanging out at a hotel, I guess, I guess the grounds are big enough that they would feel like they're going out on their own. The tower's pretty. You could, yeah, I get it. I get it. I guess I just I I mean I prefer the boardwalk ones because there's so much for them to do and they don't need to go far and they'll feel so grown it. up. They'll feel so grown up. Yeah, yeah. I, like I think it. you could make the case that any of the moderates are like I said, like where the grounds are big enough that they can feel like if they want to stay at the resort. Anywho, mm, anywho. Um, but I agree with you, boardwalk for sure. And are we still then- on resorts? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we're wrapping up resorts. So we okay. picked our time of year. We picked our resorts that are going to be best for those um, bus and teens. <laughs> oh, and Riz, because, like because the, Riz. the charisma. Oh, so, like if you're able to get a girl, that's Riz. Ew. It's Riz. <laughs> I don't like boys yeah. and I, have I, I can't figure boys. out a way to put it into this podcast. No. Riz. I don't know. Like we're what too is- old. We're so old that we don't have any riz. Relationship. It's like you're not. Oh, oh and then right? there's this like, together. situationship. We can't use these for Disney though. A situationship. Like you and I are in a situationship because we travel so well together. Um, it describes two people who it's- are not officially dating, but who have feelings for each other. It's the talking, oh. the, it's the talking phase. We used to call like that the flirting. Pre- flirting and our parents called it courting 
recording. Oh, oh my now, gosh. A boy barking at a girl. Barking? Anywhere. Can we get back yeah, to Disney? Barks at me. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so uh, we have our place to stay. We have our time of year. Let's talk theme. And now a word from our sponsors. Mouse Moms are avid travel enthusiasts and our podcast is sponsored by Kingdom and Cruise Travel. If you are interested in booking a vacation to Disney or any other worldwide destination, be sure to check out the website, kingdomandcruise.com and their Facebook page, Kingdom and Cruise Travel. Park. So theme parks are going to be a little bit different for the teens because most of the teens are into the thrill rides. They're done with the little kid baby rides. Um, they want to go where all the action is. So I mentioned it before, but Hollywood Studios is going to be a big one for you. So any of those resorts that are going to be close to Hollywood Studios, that's where you're going to want to be. I feel and like all the teens live at Hollywood Studios. Like, they I do. don't really see them outside of other, like, I don't, maybe Epcot. Kids, that's because they're drinking alcohol. Well, and my kids like to eat; they love food. So, and now with Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. Um, but that's why, again, like when we stay, we stay at the Beach Club all the time because they let they go back and forth between those two theme parks, and they like to go back at night when we're I'm I'm I have lost my Riz, and I need to go back for a nap. Um, yeah, my kids, I think, would say Epcot's their favorite, so. Yeah, but Hollywood Studios, yes, and Hollywood Studios, you're definitely not going to want to skip that one. That one, you have the whole Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. I know, like, I'm saying teenage boy here. My kids are huge Star Wars fans, so Galaxy's Edge, they love Rock and Roller Coaster still. Tower of Terror is a huge hit, and they could stay there all day and just do those over and over and over again and be so happy yeah for sure especially because they're not getting there until later because they sleep in so there you go um epcot we talked about there's guardian the galaxy which is a huge hit for that crowd um test track is another big one and then like it's just a cool park to walk around my kids again like it's a feeling of independence. They can spend their own money. They can they can do whatever. They can, you know. The, my only thing about Epcot with teens is as it gets later in the day, you just worry what they might see. True, oh, Epcot, but, but... What they uh, see is not anything worse than what I'm sure they see at any old party that they go to. Or fair. on the school bus. That too. <laughs> yes, fair. But I remember like going back to Epcot and, you know, depending on your kid, my kid, my kids are big foodies. And when the dining plan was a thing, although it is coming back, um, their whole discussion revolved around like saving up their snack credits for our Epcot day so that they can just go eat around the world and buy all the snacks. So again, it's that independence um, and, and big kid stuff to do. Magic Kingdom is the park that my kids like to go to the least. I think they just find it full of kids and they are bigger than that. I don't even know. But there are definitely some things that attract the older crowd. There's Tron now, which is a big draw. The Space Mountain Oat. (laughs) My kids beg to go on the People Mover every time. Mm, Every time. And Astro Orbiter, we know that. Um, There's got to be some teen out there that likes people mover. I want, I'm going to find them. It's going to be my child. I'm going to make them. 
Well, it will be because it'll be nostalgic for them. I think Magic Kingdom for teens, like on a longer trip, it's the park that teens tend to skip. But on a longer trip, it also it ends up being like a half day park, a park you hop to at night, a pop park you go to for the extended evening hours if they're available. Yes. Um, and Magic Kingdom still like the, for teens is. I was going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. My kids still really like it at night. They love the fireworks and light show on the on the castle. So um, but it definitely has, it, it hits different when you're over 12. It hits different yeah. at night. It's a whole different vibe. What was it in English class where you had to like, you were given like keywords for the week and you had to use those words in a sentence. Like, like did you ever have that homework assignment where like you were given your no, words, like genius. 10 words and I had to use them in a sentence at some point during that week in class. I feel like we're in class right now and we have to use these keywords. But the keywords are stupid. <laughs> what are the kids? No offense, teens. No offense to all the teens out there listening to our podcast. Right. <laughs> Just educate us so we don't sound like such idiots next time. Oh, you can word the, use the word basic. It means somebody who is boring or uh, conforming. We are totally basic. Yeah. So <laughs> the only park we didn't talk about so far is Animal Kingdom. And I have to say, my kids actually do like this park too. My my kids, um, again, they would be perfectly happy with a Disney trip where we were just going to Epcot and Hollywood Studios sure. over and over and over again. They could totally live without going to either Magic Kingdom or Animal Kingdom. But again, depends on the kid. There are things that draw or attract teens at we, Animal Kingdom. We usually rope drop Animal Kingdom, hit Avatar, hit the safari because you have to, ride the rides. And then we have a yummy lunch and we sit at uh, the Nomad Lounge. My kids like it there too. Again, mocktails, good snacks. And then we leave. I hate to say it because I really love Animal Kingdom, but my kids, you know, like then we, we're done. And then we go do something else fun. Go to Disney. It's a nice strategy. What about fire, nice... fire or Gucci? Oh, it's Gucci. She's... That's really old. Gucci is old. Is it old? You're still on vocabulary. But they do like she said all day long. Anyway, um, there are some extras though that I want to talk about with teens because again, like I, you know, we're we're doing this episode from our perspective, and our kids literally have grown up going to Disney, and so sometimes it's all about finding those things that now they're finally old enough for, or that's going to bring some sort of new element to their park visit. And so for that, the really cool thing about having teens is now they're old enough, a lot of those extras or, you know, the, the extra tours or the, the things. So all the, um, things. all the things. So the Disney after hours events are huge. Again, when we're talking about teens who are sleeping in and they're night owls, take advantage of those after hours events because it's lower crowds, it's at night. Um, I feel more comfortable during those events having my kids wandering around alone too because they're not surrounded by millions of people because it's a ticketed extra cost event. Um, and those are all coming back. So yay. Um, the other one that I've heard, I haven't done personally, but I've heard a lot of, um, I'm trying to think of a cool teen word, but I can't raise about. Are the H2O glow nights? No, I, I used that wrong. Right. Sorry. But I, I do think, think I was going to say H2O glow nights, I think, is 
it's fire. Oh, it's fire. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It's fire. Um, H2O Glow Nights, the water and not fire. Or, 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 um, I think they're super fun for teens as well because the <laughs> because they I know so bad. It's so bad. Um, I think it's super fun for kids because everything's glowing and that's fun. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Why not? Yeah. Um, keys to the kingdom. You know, you only have to be 16 to go on that one. I struggle with this one. I don't know if I want my team doing it. Keys well, to it definitely kingdom. forces them to end their childhood. And right? yeah. I don't yeah. want to do that just yet. Although by 16, I bet. Oh my gosh. I was going to say by 16 though, I think it becomes like a, I, I think you see a lot of people at 16, like pictures I've seen. It's a lot of 16, 17, 18, 19. Because at that point, you're doing something that's like an adult. So especially right. for those 16-year-olds, you're doing an adult thing. Right. So for those of you who don't know, Keys to the Kingdom is um, one of the special tours that they do at Disney that takes you places that guests aren't allowed to go. They they pull back the curtain. Like, you're, you're looking at the wizard. It's all happening. And so that's why it's 16 plus. They don't want to... They don't wanna, show Spoil um, the magic they don't want to show kids how the sausage is made so <laughs> oh my god <laughs> to use a very old expression and i um, think i think most of the people who are going on this tour are disney fans or disney right. fanatics and right. so the cool thing about being 16 and up is you're like you're an adult and this is a very grown-up tour and it's very like um it's, it's catered to the Disney fans. So for yeah. our kids who grow up going there and go there all the time, this is the one, you know, the first time that they can actually really go in and be a fan and see, you know, how the magic a is different made. Lens. Yeah, I think it's really cool. And it helps to spark their imagination. And I know that I have kids who totally want to work for Disney. So I think it will feed that excitement. Um, I love the idea of doing this with kids like ours and also any kid really who's just interested in how it all works from an operations mm -hmm. perspective is really amazing. I think it's actually a tour that's a fabulous learning experience. Um, oh, yes. And I love the idea of doing it for like a special trip for your Disney adulthood, as they say, which unfortunately oh. actually happens at 10, if you know what I mean. Uh, speaking of 10, so Run Disney is one of those things that I know kids are able to participate in starting at 10, but the longer races you need to be in your teens to do. And that can be a really fun way to do some sort of special like mom and me kind of activity that that extends past just your park experience because you can train with them before the race. You can run the race with them. You can do the activities surrounding race weekend and going to the expo and all of things. So um, I thought this was a fun idea to consider if you're looking for something new to do with your teens. It is. I've done it. It's awesome. It's really yes. fun. We, yeah. yeah. If I ran, it would be great, but I don't run. So, <laughs> um, so we need to eat. So let's talk about some restaurants that are kids. Again, like I said, my kids are perfectly happy going to Epcot with their snack credits and just going around the world showcase and to the kiosks or the, the festival booths or whatever. But um, there are some pointers for dining in Disney with teens. I have teen boys who literally you could um, hide dead bodies in my refrigerators because they're so huge because my kids don't stop eating. 
Um, so I, I love a buffet just for that reason, because then I'm not spending a fortune and they can eat until they throw up. There's also options, you know, for if you at a buffet, like if you want something a little different and your kids want it's because some teenagers are still only eating chicken fingers. They don't mm-hmm. all grow out of the pickiness. So a buffet okay. offers options. But one thing too, with when your kids get a little bit older is I know that it's Disney and I tell my clients it's Disney, you can take children anywhere, but a lot of people don't feel comfortable taking their kids to places like Narcoosies or Citricos or whatever. But as they get a little bit older, Again, you don't have to worry about that at Disney, but as they get a little bit older, you're more willing to do it. One, because your kids are more into it, but also you're not spending a ton of money on food they're not going to eat if they are more adventurous and into it. You know, like you don't want to take your babies to say somewhere that's, you know, Topolino's if they're, you know, for dinner, if they're not going to eat the food. You know what I'm saying? I think one of my favorite experiences with my teenage kids was going to Topolino's and having like a fancy dinner with them at Disney where we could see all the views. I wouldn't necessarily have taken them there when they were littler. Yes. Yeah. It depends say, on the kid. Yeah. I would say Beaches and Cream is one. I, that's the place I always see teenagers at. By themselves yes. or with their family? By themselves yeah. or with their family because it's all about it's, it's all, all about sugar and ice cream and everything else. Yeah. Um, and that it's literally like I, I it's just a place I always see jammed with them. Interesting. Yeah. I'm thinking about it. I think you're right. Whether it's that. the quick service one outside where yeah. they go to get the ice cream sundae and they just sit down or the actual restaurant itself. Well, it goes goes back to just walking around that boardwalk area. It's a great place for teens. They can stop by the boardwalk. They have all those, you know, little quick service places to get chicken fingers and pizza and whatnot. And there's people doing juggling and then, and then, you know, down around by yacht club, there's the, and beach club, there's the walk-up window for ice cream. I mean, what fun. It's just a whole vibe. It's a whole whole mood. Um, the other, the other thing that I want to talk about is, so my family is very weird. I have a nine-year-old and then I have a 21-year-old. The 21-year-old is done going to character meal experiences, but that doesn't mean that we can't go to some fun-themed restaurants that the nine-year-old will love and also the 21-year-old will tolerate, find something great to eat and not complain. Um, So for us, I know Space 220 has been one on our list that they have all been nagging to go to. So um, so that's one. And then Sci-Fi Dine-In, my kids will still go to that one. It's kitschy, but it's fun. It's cute. And the nine-year-old will be happy. The 21-year-old will be happy. And everybody in between will be happy. So one of the things Disney does really well. Yes. So that's your Disney trip in a nutshell. Um, Do we have a tip? We have a tip. We always have a tip. We're full of tips. So we've been talking about bringing teens to Disney. Disney's a destination where it's perfectly acceptable for, for kids and kids at heart to act like little kids. So we think that you should encourage your teens to do so. We're talking about things to do for teens that are teen focused, but make sure they know that it's perfectly okay to still be excited about all the characters and all the parades and all the fireworks and still do the fun little kid stuff that you've always done and throw in some of that teen stuff too. This is the place to do it. All right, Mouska friends, there you have it. The ultimate guide for teenagers in Disney. 
what advice do you have? I also want to know what phrases you have. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> like to know that. So saying? check out our Facebook group, Mouse Moms Podcast, to dive deeper into this and all things Disney and Disney planning. Be sure to follow our show so that you can receive notifications when new content is released and you never miss an episode. Please consider writing us a review as well. We really appreciate it. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Because we like you.